Welcome to Adulthood Made Easy, a podcast from Real Simple Magazine that will not only help you navigate real life, but win at real life. I'm your host, Sam Zabel. This is my favorite month of the year because this month includes Thanksgiving. And as many of us start to prepare, whether we're hosting, whether we're traveling, whether we're a guest at someone else's Thanksgiving this year, now is the time to figure out what exactly you're doing for the holiday. And I know what I'm doing for the holiday because I'm going home and I booked that plane ticket way, way back April, May, June. I, I really get on that very early because it's very important for me to be home for the holiday. We always do it together as a family. My tradition is I always burn the cornbread. Um, My dad makes the stuffing. My mom kind of hovers around and helps make everything. My sister oversleeps and misses the parade. I mean, there are some things that just happen every single year in the Zabel household. But as I talked to friends, I found that not everybody goes home. And in fact, a lot of people kind of get stranded, or as I called this episode, orphaned in New York or in whatever city they're in for the holiday. And I just thought to myself, what would I do if I didn't get to go home? How would I make my own tradition? And since that's a question I'm sure many of you are dealing with, I invite two friends into the studio today to talk about what it's like to be a Thanksgiving orphan and how you make your own traditions around a holiday that's all about being surrounded by family. So welcome, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hello. And welcome, Elise. Hi. Elise joined the podcast many, many episodes ago to talk about what she learned when she graduated college. So I'm here to ask for your wisdom again. And Sarah is a coworker of mine at Real Simple. Yeah. And we're so happy to have you both here. So the reason I asked both of you here is because you guys have sort of developed your own traditions around the holiday. Um, Sarah, yours is one of my favorites. So we'll start with you. Where are you from, first of all? I'm from Pasadena, California. And you live in New York? Yes. So miles and miles away. And you went to school in New York? At New York University. And when (laughs) was the last time you went home to California for Thanksgiving? The last time I went home was around nine years ago in 2007. It's almost been a decade. November 2007. Since you went home for Thanksgiving. Yes. It was my freshman year at NYU. I was feeling very, very homesick. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wasn't supposed to go home. Like my mom and I decided like I'll stay in New York for Thanksgiving and then for Christmas I'll fly back. But I got really homesick, so I begged her to buy me a ticket Mm -hmm. really, really, like, late in the game. And I think she missed me, too. I want to, you know, I want to think (laughs) that. You're so missable. And um, I flew home for that Thanksgiving. And But but it wasn't really, it ended up not really being, you didn't feel it it was was worth it. It was very stressful. And it just becomes a lot of time spent for not a lot of time spent Mm -hmm. at home. Yeah, so I thought it's a six-hour flight. You know, uh, six to five hours. So I was glad that I went home because I was homesick. But the next year I was like, I'm staying in New York. So let's tell everyone what you do now. You've established this tradition. You said you've had it for about seven years. What what is your big Thanksgiving tent pole? What is your holiday revolver? My Thanksgiving tent pole (laughs) is called Sidesgiving. And it is a really great little gathering of friends. And we don't do it actually on Thanksgiving because... We want I want to include like all my friends in New York and a lot of them do go home for Thanksgiving. So we do something called Sidesgiving and it's Thanksgiving without the turkey. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like all the best parts of Thanksgiving. It's It's all the sides. It's the mashed potatoes and the mac and cheese. Yeah. And like are vegetables allowed or what? Vegetables are allowed. Brussels sprouts, green beans, all of the good stuff, all of the sides. So it's the just mostly like the stuffing. best version of Thanksgiving ever. Yeah. And I like what you said that you don't actually do it on Thanksgiving because I think that's something about creating your own tradition is realizing that the holiday spirit is just that. 
it's mm-hmm. just a, it's just getting in the spirit of things and what do you do on the 25th or on the on Thanksgiving Day? On Thanksgiving Day, so uh we either go to a restaurant or go to somebody's apartment. It depends on people's apartment situations those year that year because you know someone could be living in a studio or someone could be living in like an amazing four bedroom apartment in Brooklyn with um an actual dining table and like a so, real kitchen. Yeah, but um last year we did a restaurant which I think we're going to do this year cuz it was a no lot dishes. easier. Yeah. No we didn't get the bad thing is you don't get leftovers. Right. So there's there's two side service situation but overall Sidesgiving is a brilliant Sidesgiving invention. Is, is, Whose idea was it? It was a brainchild of my friend and I. We um, we wanted to hang out before she went home for Thanksgiving. And so we were like, oh, we were talking about stuffing and all the sides. <laughs> and all. I mean, stuffing is my favorite. So I have a preoccupation with that. But we were talking <laughs> so much about it. And we we're like, let's just hang out at somebody's apartment and make all of our favorite Thanksgiving sides and not have to worry about a turkey and let's just gorge on it. Because the um, turkey is what trips you up. Yeah. Because you're like, I got to stick my hand where? And like, yeah. what is brining? And I don't appreciate any of it. So it was just the two of us that year. And that year we only had, I think we had stuffing and like a green bean dish. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly sounds good. And I think some sort of dessert. And then it kind of snowballed into this crazy, crazy thing where we have like stuffing and green beans and mashed potatoes and baked brie's and just like all the sides and appetizers and wine. And I'm really trying to get myself invited this year. Just for the record, I'd like to put it on air that I am really vying for an invitation. We haven't set a date yet she's so uncomfortable i'm getting really nervous (laughs) no i'm getting very nervous that it's not gonna happen this year am i invited to sidesgiving yes (gasps) you heard it here first don't edit that out i'm invited to sidesgiving (laughs) you know sarah anything you say on this podcast it's law actually it's like every this podcast goes right to congress and they make everything this is an oath yes this is an oath um we'll take your blood after elise let's flip on that note (laughs) speaking of blood oaths elise (laughs) (laughs) Um, you have a different think thing about Thanksgiving. First of all, tell people about your relationship with the holiday. So it was never one of my favorite holidays. When I was younger, we always went to a country club because every other year, my uncle's family, which we were invited into because it was my mom's side of the family, would descend on Cincinnati, Ohio, and there would be about 60 people that were there to be entertained, so no one's house could hold that many people. So we went to a country club. The food was overwhelmingly okay, and there was a lot of people that I just... That's what people say about my cooking. Everything's <laughs> good. Oh, thanks. But it was just, it was a lot of people. A lot of them, I still, to this day, don't know how they're related to my uncle's family. And I just, it was a lot of people to talk to, and... It didn't feel like the traditional Thanksgiving that is advertised to most Americans. So it didn't have that. I mean, there's something about like the home cooked touch about like we always bring out like my great grandmother's like plates and silverware. And it's like when that comes out, like you feel special. And like that little like burnt edge of the cornbread is like special (laughs) in my family. Like you're like, oh, charcoal. Like, oh, Sam (laughs) made this. Like, love that charcoal. Right. And it was all the worst (laughs) things about people who you don't see except for that one time a year 
the asking you all the questions that you are annoyed about answering in your family because you have to answer them over and over and over again. And especially when you're before you graduate from college or from high school, there just isn't that much interesting about your life. It's like I did gymnastics <laughs> until I was 13. So people would always ask me about that, but nothing changed because I would. And then, you know, you're in high school and then yeah. people ask you the annoying uh, things about like, going where to college. Where you want SATs. Yeah. <sighs> so it was just like, and then, yeah. So it, I never was in love with Thanksgiving anyway, but we still did that every year. So it's, and I was always with my family. Right. You do love your family. I do love my family. So when's the last time you went home for Thanksgiving? Well, actually, I, w- I ended up going home last year because I had surgery. and Barring injury, <laughs> when's the last time you went home for Thanksgiving? Because um, that was an exception because you yeah. went home for a long stretch of time. Yes, because I was getting foot surgery, which was hard to have in New York. So right. I needed to be driven around like a princess. And, um, <laughs> Don't we all? Yes. And before that, I, the last time I, had, I was home was 2010. Okay, so that do the math, Samantha. That's six years ago. You went home for Thanksgiving. Were, were you in college then, or I was in college. My senior year, I was interning in New York during fall quarter, and my birthday was on Thanksgiving that year. And Aww. I was told it was not worth it for me to fly home because even though the, the flight is only an hour, it's extremely expensive. Anyway, during Thanksgiving, but Cincinnati has the most expensive airport in the country, or it really? was at one time. I yeah. know that was really surprising to me when you said that. Why? Yeah, um, what is what is? Do they fly gold planes? No, it's, it's a whole thing with Delta and a monopoly, and mm. it's like very. There's a lot of politics. next week on yeah. adulthood made easy. But you'll have. But the, from the result here. is that Cincinnati is it's is the most expensive airport, or at least one of them. And so I've been told repeatedly that it's not worth it for me to come home for that amount of time because I end up going home in December for a longer amount. So you've done like the the like make your DIY Thanksgiving New York edition for six years. You don't have a sides giving like Sarah. None of us have a sides giving like Sarah. You can all do it. Well, we would love to, Sarah, if you would invite us. It's something to aspire to. Maybe we can have our sides giving sponsored by somebody (laughs) this year. (laughs) That's what you need. Sarah's now looking for sponsors. Yeah. So, Elise, what I mean, hit me, hit me with the highlight reel. Like when you're trying to think of what am I doing for Thanksgiving? What 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 have the options been over the years? Well, usually I know far in advance, like you do, that you're going home, that I'm not going home. But at this point, don't you just barring surgery, don't you just know you're not going home? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like so I know far in advance that I'm not going home. So then it just becomes a a matter of what exactly am I going to do? And you described us as Thanksgiving orphans, but I described myself the other day as a Thanksgiving nomad because mm-hmm. every year has been different since this has been a situation. I just picture you with like a big stick over <laughs> your like shoulder with and a like a little burlap, <laughs> a little burlap sack with a turkey. I got the turkey. Um, <laughs> but the first, <laughs> the first year it was my birthday, so it kind of double sucked to not be home. But um. I one of my friends from college is from New York, so she invited me to join her family, who I had met a few times, and I so I went to Westchester. So it was kind of nice to get out of the city. And I they they also ironically went to a country club, but the food was a lot better. And you sat at your you sat at your own individual table with your family, so it wasn't the same as it was when there were. Well, now my family, there's 90 people because a lot because people had kids. So oh it wasn't oh such gosh. a volume wow. of people. And the the food was really good. And I felt comfortable with her family. So it, it felt familiar, at least. And they 
organized a little birthday thing for me. So it was really nice. It's really sweet. Yeah. So let's talk about, Sarah, you've done Thanksgiving with other families before, right? I did it one year, and that was after the year that I went home. And I went to a family friend's house in Brooklyn. So here's my thing about, and I think a lot of people who are kind of making their own tradition, and that's probably one of the more popular options. Like someone kind of takes you in, you you go with a friend's generous family. But to me, Thanksgiving feels like a holiday where you want to feel part of something. You don't want to feel like an outsider. You don't you don't want to feel like a guest on Thanksgiving. You want to be comfortable. You want to come downstairs in your pajamas and help cook. St- I mean, maybe this is just me and help cook stuffing and like, you know, fight with your family and do whatever you, whatever it's traditional to do. So, Elise, you've been the guest more often. So talk to me about what it's like to assimilate into another family's traditions. Well, I've been lucky that the families that I've joined have all been very nice and very welcoming. Which is always the case. I mean, yes. generally Thanksgiving brings out the goodness. Yes, I've never had an experience where there's been an explosive family fight or anything. Yeah. Including my own, luckily. Yeah. And two of the families that I've joined were actually members of my extended family so they weren't my immediate family but at least they were family members Mm -hmm. they just aren't people that I normally spent Thanksgiving with but mostly I I just try to offer to bring something see what I can do to help and I either try to stay out of the way or be as helpful as possible and especially if they're cooking at home people are usually pretty grateful for your help so you kind of get swallowed up into the uh, staff of people who are helping and both times that I went with a friend that wasn't like my family, I had met the families before, so it was um it was not as jarring and it didn't feel like as, it didn't feel as much that like I was dropping into a family that was just gra- graciously hosting me. Okay, so Sarah, what about you because when you're in college, you said you you spent sophomore year with a friend's family and I imagine Unlike Elise, that's not a family you know very well. It was a, so it wasn't a friend's family. It was a family friend. So <laughs> <laughs> this, I feel like that's like a Get weird, it right, Sam. Friends, family, family, friend. Okay, it was a family friend. Yeah, and we went. I went to her house in. Well, she lives in Brooklyn, but we went to her niece's house in um, New Jersey, and so it was like the suburbs, turkey sides. The whole shebang. And I had a lot of fun, but I just like hanging out with my friends and doing our own Thanksgiving orphan thing because I feel like I just always feel so awkward when I'm going over to a friend's house. I don't know. That's just me. It feels like it would be (laughs) awkward to me on a day that's – and this isn't to minimize, like, the generosity of all of these wonderful – Host, Shout out to everyone that's ever hosted me. Right. Not Seriously. only for Thanksgiving, but for any other time yeah. of year. <laughs> right. But it's like, it's a day that so revolves around family. And I mean, knowing my tendency towards the awkward, I feel like I would be very awkward in that situation. Everyone just does their, like, every family has their own tradition and weird bits that they do and Mm -hmm. it's i feel like even when i go to a friend's house it's it's nice and you and you feel like you're cozy you're comfy you're home Mm -hmm. but you're not really home and and you kind of get i feel like i got even sadder because i wasn't with my family right it kind of reminds you that's happened to me too so being with other orphans as sam calls it (laughs) and i i I use that term a lot it's nice because we can just be and you're in more out. control of the. It feels good to be like in control of that holiday. It feels more casual. You can do it your way. Yeah. Do you guys? Do either of you have traditions though that you carry over your year? Like personally, like 
when you wake up on Thanksgiving morning? Like, is there something you do every year? Like, do you have any personal traditions that you carry with you other than Sidesgiving? Not really. All of mine are in Cincinnati. Yeah. So we didn't really watch the parade, but because there were so many family members in town, people would usually play basketball somewhere on Thanksgiving. And Do you have a signature dish you make whenever you're asked to bring things to people? You guys are just like, oh, no. you're like, no. Well, I always. We didn't cook when I was. Oh, right. You did the country and club. So now it's just oh, whatever yeah. you want me to bring in. So you're used to mediocre Thanksgiving food. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like usually when people <laughs> host me, it's better than what I had. And it's the ideal Thanksgiving that I always wanted like when I was growing picture. up. And what about you, Sarah? Do you have like, what do you bring to Sidesgiving every year? Um, stuffing. So you are in charge of making your favorite dish. Yeah. But on we, we always like. I guess it it really depends on who like calls dibs on stuff. But I what the one tradition is that I always make my friend make me a baked brie because I'm really I love baked brie's. Um, oh my God, so I made holiday tradition. Elise, this year you have to make me a baked brie. That's my new tradition. <laughs> so okay, only if you stay in New York. Oh, no, I already I booked my ticket in April. <laughs> You you can give her one to take on the yeah you have on to the bring plane. It on the plane <laughs> is baked brie too I don't think liquid it, uh, to go through TSA? I don't think it travels well. No, It'll, like kind of. I don't know. I don't know. But, I don't think it's too liquid. It just it would be a hassle. Um, and then shout out to my friend Whitney who always makes me a baked brie. Thank you, Whitney. That is a really classy dish to have at your Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and our traditional side. You can really play with the toppings, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> jams, honey. It's delicious. It's a great appetizer. It's an advertisement for Baked Brie. <laughs> yeah, maybe Baked Brie will sponsor your side's giving. Thank you. And Elise, you have also kind of been the host yourself. Your brother, who lives in L.A., came to visit you last, no, last year you had foot surgery. When did he come visit you? For the two previous years before that, he came to visit me. And what did you do when it, when the ball was really in your court and you were hosting? So I kind of did the same thing that I would just have to do myself and just figure out what we would be doing. It it kind of it was helpful because then I automatically had someone to spend it with. And so the actual day of Thanksgiving, the first year he came, we went to a restaurant and which he really liked because it was really good. Mm-hmm. And um, we had just been doing New York things all day. So it was kind of nice and it was up to us, the timing. And then the day after one of our one of an extended family member hosted a, a day after Thanksgiving Thanksgiving because she are, she has a tradition where she doesn't cook on Thanksgiving, but she mm. cooks the day after. Ooh. So I we love were, hearing everyone's different traditions. And I yeah. love the idea that like that you don't have to do it the day of. Like it you doesn't have to end. So we'll, <laughs> that. Day. we also had the best <laughs> of both worlds because we kind of had it that year. We had it our own thing the day of and it was good and it was on our own time and then we still had a situation where we were kind of with family people that we were familiar with in a home that someone had cooked and then the year after I have cousins who live in Westchester and they were cooking and they had a whole meal so we went up and spend it with them, which was nice. Do you like doing something different every year? Or do you ever wish that, like, you went to Westchester every year? Or, like, you did the same thing every year? You did a restaurant every year? Um, I don't mind doing something different every year. I think that I kind of just wish that I could go home every year, even though I don't love the tradition. So now that I live away from home, it's nice to spend time with family anytime I can because I don't go home very often. 
But in terms of being in New York, I just think that I prefer to be with at least one member of my family if my whole family is not going to be together. So this year I'm going to L.A. and it's TBD what we're actually doing for the Thanksgiving celebration. I know because your brother's in charge. Well, which makes it tougher. <laughs> it, it, he is, but with the heavy assist from me because <laughs> I it, this year my birthday falls on Thanksgiving again, and I just don't want. I don't know. I mean, we already have an activity for that day because we're celebrating my birthday, and I'm going to Harry Potter World because apparently it's going to be so not as crowded that day. Enjoy butter beer. Yeah, exactly. But we there we have pe- family friends in LA who might be cooking. But if not, I've done some research and found. We're, I think we're going to do a Thanksgiving to go because there's a lot of restaurants that you can just take out. You can do like an a la carte menu and take it out. And he actually has a dining table because he has a huge Actual L.A. Space. apartment, which is space. imagine that. So I and that, that was kind of he was he left it up to me, which was nice. And I kind of decided that it would be nice to just have something casual at home, but still have Thanksgiving food. Yeah, that's awesome. That'll, I think that'll be, I mean, Harry Potter world. What yeah. what are you more grateful for than that, honestly? I'm nothing. <laughs> and Sarah, um, you do the same thing every year. We mix it up. Restaurants or someone's house. But it's been almost, so, I can't believe it's been almost a decade that you've been an orphan. That makes me feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess it, it kind of made me feel sad when we were talking about it on the way here. Like when you asked me how long it's been since I've spent Thanksgiving at home and I was like, oh. God, yeah, it's been like nine years. Has your mom ever come to New York? Yes. So she came and in, did she get invited to Sidesgiving? No. Because we had it we normally have it like a couple weeks before. Oh my god, I'm telling her. Um she, she came what year was that? It was the year after it was the year that Hurricane Sandy happened. Two thousand twelve. Because yes, two thousand twelve. Because I my apartment, the lobby got flooded and I had I was like sleeping on people's couches for a very long time because I wasn't we weren't able to go back for a while and my mom had already had tickets booked for Thanksgiving and she was going to stay at my apartment and oh gosh I just the lead up to that I was just praying and hoping that we had some place to stay during Thanksgiving and that morning when she came in we got the okay from my building that said we could move back into the apartment. Oh my god, it's holiday magic. So yeah, it was a dream come true. We got we had hot water. It was it was beautiful. I had a lot to be grateful for that day that that Thanksgiving. And um we just made food. So we did like instead of a turkey, we did like Cornish hens. Oh, and let's just like small yeah, space Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. it was really nice to have her here. I love when she comes and visits. And then Unfortunately, my sister was so riding solo that year. <laughs> so she was a Thanksgiving orphan. Yeah. And did she do Sidesgiving or is that just a Sarah special? No, she actually. So my the reason is the reason why I don't go home is we just never really did Thanksgiving. Like we didn't make it a big to do. Right. So um, when my my sister went to college and in Northern California. So she actually didn't end up going home as much when she was in college either. And so she would actually spend her Thanksgiving with her best friend who was also going to school in Northern California, but was, we, they were from the same town. So you come from a family of Thanksgiving orphans. Yeah. There you go. I think it's cause my mom doesn't like Turkey. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I don't really like Turkey either. Sorry, Turkey. Well, they probably are like Turkey probably like people who don't like Turkey. I would imagine. <laughs> well, Sarah and Elise, Thank you for sharing your orphan stories with me because 
the hope is that if any of you out there listening are a Thanksgiving orphan yourself, these stories inspired you to organize Friendsgiving, organize Sidesgiving, organize brunch giving, organize whatever you want, make a reservation, jump on with a family and just know that, you know, holidays mean whatever you want them to mean. And as long as you are doing something that makes you feel full, like physically, like not hungry anymore and spiritually full, if that's your thing, then you're going to have a good Thanksgiving. So thank you, Elise. And thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sam. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm grateful for both of you. I'm grateful for you, Sam. Thanks I'm for having us. I'm grateful for you, Sam. And I'm looking forward to coming to Sidesgiving. <laughs> uh, you'll get your paperless post soon enough. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Adulthood Made Easy. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover in the future, just tweet them to me at Samzabel, and I'll add them to my list. I'd like to thank our editor, Tim Einenkel, and our producers, Kristen Meinzer and Jordan Bell. I'm Sam Zabel, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>